today on our Tech for Business podcast, we're joined by Kyle, our president and CEO, and Todd, our COO and CISO. And we're going to talk about the changes coming with VMware. But before we do that, I'm going to kind of throw it to Todd to give us a little bit more of our bearings and where we are in time. So if you're listening to this six months down the road, you have a better idea of what we know here and now. So what what is going on in the news right now? Sure. Uh, so so it's it's late January. Um, we are still figuring things out. Is is the short answer. So um, just to kind of give a little backstory, in case people didn't know, but Broadcom purchased VMware and are revamping a lot of the model. Um, the big news is that they're the way that the news is being spread, I'll say, is, <laughs> yeah. is that they're making drastic changes to their partner program. And there's a lot of um, speculation as to what's happening, which which brings us here today. Um, and so the announcement for what exactly the program is, how it looks is, is early February. So we're still probably about a week out before we really have good idea of what it's gonna look like. Um, but there is a lot out there. And I think there's a lot of people that are curious What's next? What does it mean to me, et cetera? So it's hard to talk about the changes because we don't quite know yet. But um, Kyle, what was kind of your first thoughts when you heard about this? And where do you potentially see those big changes coming? Yeah, to me, I mean, it's more, again, speculative side of it, given the point in time side of it. But given the history of like acquisitions we've seen in an industry side of it, it looks they're 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 simplifying the portfolio and they're getting rid of the low end products out of there. That they've announced on their website and those other sides of what their intentions is. Really in roundabout way to me, they're saying we that's not a profitable business for us. We are going to, you know, go more enterprise. They're going into a much bigger customer base. We're probably where they see most of their profits from that side of it. So I think they're going to where their, you know, more their their niche or their target market is and it's and it's not really more it's not small medium business, it is in more enterprise. And that that seems to be the move that they're making with what we've heard on licensing models and other sides of it. Doesn't mean they wouldn't necessarily have something in small bid, but they're definitely getting rid of some of the very, very low end products they're going and all those moves to me scream not our focus market, not where we're gonna, you know, make our money. So they're gonna focus where the money is. And given the change in the landscape with the cloud compute and the other sides of it, where it is a shrinking marketplace in general, um, use that light leap side of it. But I mean, and more and more of those uh, workloads are moving to cloud services sides of those. It's, you know, it would seem to make some business sense that you go where the, where your most profitable market is and put your energies into those areas. But that's what it appears to be to me. Yeah, I think we're kind of in in an interesting time right now where um, we're at the beginning of the year. You're starting to see a lot of people speculate as to what's next, right? I mean, we even did it with the cybersecurity and a few other things already this year. So it is that time of year. Um, for me, it's an absolutely fascinating time of year because it, it kind of gets the the creative juices flowing, and it's it's interesting for us to kind of go, well, what do you see next coming? And I I personally love that. I think it's fantastic, especially when it comes to technology. But some of the stuff I was reading somewhat recently is they're talking about sub- subscription services specifically, and that really does seem to be the the 
bread and butter of what Broadcom is going after is we think this is the way of the future. And, you know, a, a lot of people have paved that path. So the, the path looks probably pretty clear for them. However, when I'm looking at the things that people are projecting for this year, things that they're thinking that's going to start to slow down is people subscribing to subscription services. So you're going to see that um, one of the big complaints that I've been reading about is that Microsoft keeps adding new features as add-ons and they're they're not great about consolidating it into their current licensing model and so people get really upset that well here's another thing i need to pay for so what the market seems to be saying is we're not super keen on adding a bunch of additional add-ons and then to see someone like broadcom say we're going to take that traditional licensing model and flip it to subscription and hope for the best seems like kind of an odd move at the moment but it could just be a point in time take on my end that says, hmm, this may not be the wisest choice at the moment, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it just seems like when you look at saying, well, we're going to get rid of the, you know, the essentials and, you know, and may they get to the plus and their standards and their more enterprise licensing models. Those are the ones that they're talking about even getting to subscriptions. Again, all those moves are disincenting you know, saying that that other smaller marketplace are the ones that had very low reoccurring spend. They're just saying, yeah, not our market. We're really not going to do that anymore. And they're just cutting it off. I mean, you know, um, which which will definitely open the doors. There's certainly alternatives out there. And I think that's the other point that comes into it. And I, I think Broadcom may be okay with that. I mean, it's kind of what they're saying. I think they're saying this is where we make, you know, we this is where we make the most and this is where we're going to put our energy for the spend we put on that and um, going to a, a reoccurring subscription model definitely helps funding tremendously side of that versus the old, I'll buy it and then pay for renewals if I want support. Otherwise I'll just run it forever and they put an end to that. I mean, that starts to feel a lot more revenue stream to get recouping on investment on a purchased, you know, licensed property like, like VMware side with it. So you know, I, I think we look at our market and we speak and look at our customers and try to answer those question sides of it. We had a lot of customers that went with, you know, that had standalone, just ESXi, you know, the free version or, and or maybe they ventured into the, you know, the essentials with a couple. Most of them had essential plus if they had some shared storage. So, again, those customers, you know, by all uh, indications will still have a subscription option to pursue side of it where it fits in the cost side, we're still trying to vet that out to see if it makes sense um, to go through it. But that's where, you know, you start to say, okay, there's there's other options um, and, and maybe consider that. If you're gonna continue on with an on-premise hypervisor and uh, you're not for cloud and you wanna still maintain it and use those things, what are the other viable options as you go through it? And um, that's where we're positioning to make sure we're having those conversations and looking at, those alternatives. Yeah, I think you make excellent points. There's there's a few things that just for the audience that's out there, I, we typically live in the, the small and medium-sized businesses for organizations. And so we're seeing a lot of questions coming to us, which is pretty typical, is they're looking for the guidance that Kyle just mentioned as what's next, right? So if, if this change is coming, what is it? There's a lot of speculation that pricing is gonna go up, which you know the conversation we just had seems to be in line with where they're going is is it may look a bit more um we are invited to go through the partner exercise with them but again we don't know enough about it to really get into the details about it but when people are coming to us and say well what's next the the, the response to us is well let's take a look at it we'll get have a few more a bit more information in a few more weeks 
but there are alternatives. You're not stuck. There, there are ways forward, um, and it'll it'll largely depend on what it looks like. Um, again, for our industries that we work with, being in that medium size, a lot of times those organizations are saying, "Yeah, but how do I go that direction?" Right. That doesn't sound like an easy lift and shift, if you will, um, which isn't unusual, right? It doesn't really matter whether it's your hypervisor or if it's something else that you're making a fairly significant change to the infrastructure of your organization. That is a, a key strategic initiative, and it does take time and effort, and you typically do look for partners to help you through that process. So I know that we sit in this small and medium business world. Um, are those, is that kind of the core of who's really going to get impacted? Um, or do you see any of those enterprise businesses being impacted by this change at all? Well, it sounds like they're going to get impacted because they'll have to make the switch to <laughs> subscription <laughs> pricing from perpetual side of it, you know? So, um, but again, tend to have a little bigger, um, you know, uh, pocketbooks, if you would, uh, to offset it, but it's, it, they're going to be, I'm sure there'll be weighing other options as well, even at, even at enterprise side of it. I mean, it is going to be just weighing the cost um, to, to what, what they have. I mean, in many cases you have, um, well, there's almost always, there's a hardware component behind it, right? You have VMware software on top of hardware. So you generally have shared storage or you're in a hyper-converged or some, you know, mechanism side between the compute and the storage side with it. And you got the VMware with the licensing on top of it that's doing the management and all the licensing, you know, and if if you're only X number of years into this, into that capitalization of that, of that hardware you purchased, you know, then you're looking at certain software options or do you really want to go through all the, the labor and conversion and all the other sides to look at, you know, hyperconverged options to look at, you know, Microsoft Hyper-V or those other options to say, you know, boy, what would that take to make that switch even if I don't want to do it? It may be the lesser, you know, painful route to say, well, okay, I'll, I'll pay the subscription price for now. And when I reach that cycle of, of refresh, then I'm going to reevaluate, you know, that may be the option. Um, you know, you, you kind of got to weigh all things out. It's just not a um, well, I'm changing, and then you just go with it. There's, yeah. there's a lot of factors <laughs> in, into the equation of where you're at with that, and 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 definitely got to respect it. And that's that's where we talk about just we got to talk. I mean, and, and yeah. it's it, everything kind of has its own time and place that makes sense. <laughs> uh, for what it's worth, I have talked to at least one organization who did say that's enough. I am just moving and there's no plan in place, but the answer is that I don't like it and I'm changing, which, which is a strategy. It may not be fully thought out, but it is a strategy. Yeah. yeah I think for those groups that had the standalone, that would, again, we're dealing with, with one server or two, they, you know, they didn't have the shared storage. They didn't have a very large cluster of the other sides on it. Again, depending on your investment into the, into the VMware ecosystem, if you're, if you're dealing with a lot of standalone servers, a little easier at that point, you can kind of say, well, okay, um, I'm, I'm going to switch over to Microsoft or I'm going to investigate these other hyper-converged options that are available in the marketplace and, and move away. But again, they probably didn't have a huge spend in VMware either, you know, which to Broadcom's point, they're, they're probably not losing a lot of sleep over it, honestly. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> do it, you know, the, you can get in a lot of debates over are they right or wrong. I, you know, we've seen other groups do that, and I don't know if it always works out well for them in the end when you, you know, 
um, a row of market share and you just lop off um, uh, you know, a market segment and ignore the small to medium, it looks good, it sounds good, it's, it may sound logical, but ultimately it may, you know, may not turn out positive for them. Uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a pretty big, bold move on their part. I mean, and we've seen mm -hmm. other very large, prominent market, you know, technologies erode away into almost non-existence at some point on it. But you could argue that, again, all the on-premise and all those things, everything's changing so much with the cloud and the other sides of it. And, you know, there's a point that there needs to be some radical changes. I think economically, it just had to happen, hence them being sold. I mean, this is this is what, VMware's third owner now at this point? I mean, it's it's gone around <laughs> in the block a few times, which kind of gives you some indication that people are trying to figure out where the money is in this thing. Because um, if it was a cash cow, they would be, it wouldn't be sold. I, so, I, you know, I, I right. think if it was, so there's there's obviously some things. So Broadcom, I think, is taking a pretty significant risk, you know, to say, we believe that we can, we can make money with this and we can do it, but they're making some drastic, drastic changes now to do it. Um, because it 100% has a lot of market share. It, it's got a, you know, it's got a lot of use. It is a very good product. They have very good products. They're very stable. It is a sound solution. The questions become long-term where, what is the viability of this long-term? It's not a growing and exploding market like it was 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. It's, it's more contracting. And that's what they're trying to figure out. Yeah, I mean, again, for for people out there trying to get an idea and get their arms around it, we'll know more in a couple of weeks. And so, yeah, this this may be somewhat dated almost immediately. But but I think there are some trends that seem to kind of indicate that we'll see some things like probably a price increase because again, they're they are trying to make money off of what they've got. They do have a huge market share. They feel like they've cornered it to some degree. Um, but then the question will be, what what is the right situation for you and again more information to come there will be some stuff like what does the roadmap look like when did they make things end of life etc don't details we just don't have at the moment so more information naturally is going to come out as we're as we're waiting through time throughout the year as always there's options that's the thing <laughs> yes. i mean nothing's and uh always changing in the technology space there's always things changing and what was always the common practice at some point is no longer so everything has its time in the sun in technology space and then until something else comes along and then it shifts so you know this this can be a monetary shift on that side especially in our segment but even even overall and but there's options so that's mm -hmm. uh and and the option maybe you you still stay at VMware, you just pay a little more for it. You know, maybe that's the worst case. But I wouldn't probably lose a ton of sleep over it. I I, I they're not gonna not gonna stop functioning at you know immediately or any other point. You'll have time to make a call and it's not gonna, you know, I it you're gonna have time to have good options in front of you to figure out where to go. Yeah, for sure. Um as we kind of wrap up here. You know, it's hard to sit and wait for information, but that's what we're going to have to do. Is there anything um, businesses can do right now, like uh, assessing, you know, their use in their environment? What can they do right now as, they're, as we're waiting for more information? Uh, it, you know, reach out. Like for us, we would tell our, you know, reach out. We want to have those mm -hmm. conversations. I said to assess where they're at, 
we can show alternatives and showcase hyperconverged solutions. We can showcase what options would look like with Hyper-V and those things while we're waiting on, on, on the cost on the VMware side of it. And again, if we know where they're at in their capitalization of other hardware, if they just purchase some shared storage and servers and those things in 2023, we probably know where we're probably likely going to be is just saying, you probably want to hold tight. You may have to step mm -hmm. up in licensing and just plan to pay a little more in your budget for the VMware licensing. And in the meantime, over the next, you know, X number of years, we're going to look at what, where we go next, you know, and that, you know, whether you move to more cloud or you do other things, but, you know, there's long-term planning and goal and vision is just good in general. And, yeah. and having that longer view of where you want to be in say 60 months, because it could take you that long to eventually get there because there's other, so many other operational decisions to make. It's not just an IT decision. There's all kinds of, you know, the software and systems that run in these things affect every part of the business and they need to have say on the selection of the product and moving to that vendor's cloud offering or whatever it may be. There's all those discussions, they all take time. So. Start yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Figure those yeah, out. Like so when you reach the point of a harder refresh, it may not be as big of a decision as you as it appears to be today. Yeah, I, I'd echo a lot of those thoughts. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that we see in the industry just in general. So we, I, coming from the cybersecurity world, I see a lot of people that are on old versions of ESXi and whatnot. So there are a lot of people that are behind, if you will, on versioning, but it, that doesn't imply that they're behind on licensing. It is a good time. It's always a good time to really kind of get an idea of where you're at and make sure you understand what you have. Um, as Kyle mentioned, as you start to look forward and say, as an organization, where am I? Everything could impact this, right? I'm growing. And as I'm growing, things that I'm doing is potentially opening up a new location that is far enough away that I would like to look at what my infrastructure looks like. This may be one of those pivot areas where you say, okay, well, maybe what I was doing does not make as much sense and potentially moving my infrastructure to Azure or AWS makes a lot more sense than it ever did before. That would be something that's potentially there. Or you say I'm, I, things are pretty much the way that they've always been, but we are coming up on the end of our licensing. Because I can't move quick enough, I may just resign, like Kyle said. Or there's something in between, too, is we know we're expanding, our equipment is old, um, or I just really don't like this business model. That could be a, a potential area where you say, okay, let's get our budgeting in place, but we need to understand what we got now to help put that in place. So getting that inventory, understanding your versioning, deciding what you're doing for your patch management, all of that makes sense now, even before you've got all of the pricing in place. And then you can start to figure out what alternatives look like what growth looks like, where you want to go. And then once VMware, VMware finally comes out and says, this is the plan, then you can make your pretty easy decision. There should be a fairly straightforward apples to oranges comparison and an ROI, and you can start to make a, a plan from there. I think we've said in the past, you know, a conversation is free and so valuable. So definitely call us if you have questions or you need help assessing or figuring out what those next steps are. We are here for you if you need anything. Um, thank you, Kyle and Todd, for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe. If you have a question or a topic, please reach out to us at info at cit-net.com or head out to our website, cit-net.com slash podcast. And we'll be back next week with an all new episode.